All right. So, you know, there was a time that Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel chapter 3, we saw the story of when he released um, a compulsory worship, amen, you know, for the God of Babylon at that time. And then a popular story, we saw um, three guys who refused to, you know, to bow. Three guys who refused to bow. You know, sometimes some things are so common and so general that the thought that you can, you can behave contrary and still be okay is almost non-existent. Some stupidity are so common and so general that you almost think you have to bend to it. Some laws, some rules. And many times, are you listening to me, friends? And many times, new dogmas, um, what they do is that they, they install principalities and powers. When the enemy wants to establish the prince over the heavens, he releases a new crazy dogma and forces the people to, to submit to that dogma so that that prince can stay. And sometimes your decision not to submit to a dogma, the anger is not just that you didn't submit, it's that you are, uh, you are contesting throne in the heavens. Are you together with me? You are actually, you are actually protesting. And you are saying that a spirit is illegal where it's staying. So spirits are threatened when defiance is active. When you defy the laws of your days, you threaten the spirit in the air. The Bible speaks about some people who, who walk, are children of disobedience. He says they walk according to the prince of the power of the air. So it means that there is a spirit in the air that manipulates and that initiates and that manages dogmas. And when you choose to be different, you, you threaten a spirit. And, and, and that is the role and the purpose of God's people with the throne devils, not by only prayers, and by saying Satan be dethroned, is that if we can get a quorum of people who say no to the dogma, the spirits are legislated through dogma. The spirits, the spirits are legalized, better put, through dogma. So they legislate a law that legalizes their presence. But if a people break the law, then their throne will not last. Are you together with me? And so the anger against you and the fear put in you whenever you want to break the law, the reason for that fear is that Satan wants to retain his throne. And that's why a little group of people is enough to unseat the enemy. Yes. You get the point, friends. You don't need a crowd to unseat the enemy. And that's why God is okay when a church is functioning in a place. In his mind, he knows that if we function rightly, we can dethrone spirits. Are you with me, friends? And so when a new dogma has been released, it's because a new throne has been set up. And, and God is asking us, are we going to allow the throne to remain or not? 
And the way to take out that throne is to disobey the law. And, and I, I come to announce to you that you can disobey and still be fine. Are you together with me? Because they threaten you. They say if you disobey, you'll die. you lose your head. But friends, no, no, no. We can disobey. And um, we're going to look at the protocol of disobeying. Are you together with me? How to, how to disobey. What it means to disobey. You can disobey. There is a spirit in you that responds to another reality. Are you with me, friends? And so, we don't have to follow. You see, because, listen, when this dogma is being released, it's never released as a sinful dogma. It's released as a cultural dogma. Sometimes it's released on the template of culture. Other times on the template of intellect. Other times there are different templates by which the enemy releases the dogma because the dogma has to be released in a way where it feels legitimate. It's not released as sin. It's released as normal. Sometimes it's even released as activism. That is released making you think you are fighting for mankind and it's actually a throne, a demonic throne you are, you are entrusting. There has to be a reason for you to feel like it's okay. Are we together here? But you know, there's a spirit in you and this morning it rises. And it rises to disobey and to bring down every struggle. Every argument that raises itself above what? The knowledge of God. Are we here? And so, when you notice that a new order, a new, a new pattern of life has been released, then you know that a spirit is being enthroned. And already, a generation is already being wiped out. When you look at the new dogmas around marriage. Yeah. A generation already being wiped out. If homes are already homes that have not even started are being wiped out already. You see, because there are new laws. The girls are trained new. Are you with me? The boys are being trained in a new way. The boys are being trained new laws, new dogmas, and new ideas on how marriage should be like. Why? Because a demon wants to see it. But you see, God just needs a few people. A few people who would defy the enemy. Are you part of those people? Yes, in, the, in the last days, the, in these days, the fruit of being filled with the Holy Ghost is now boldness and speaking in tongues. No more speaking in tongues and boldness. Boldness is now the key fruit of being filled with the Holy Ghost. If you are not bold, you can't be a Christian. You need boldness like never before. Because foolishness has been made to look common. That you'll be made a fool wanting to be wise. Just being wise, the world sees you as a fool. Are you together with me? You have to be bold now to be a child of God. Because everything has been tampered with. Are you with me? Even preachers now have to be bold. And I fear for preachers who are not bold. Especially the ones who are not. You see, sometimes I wonder how a preacher will not be bold in Nigeria. Like, what about those who are living in the city where, where these useless dogmas are coming from? If you are not bold in Nigeria, you can't you can be, can be bold in, um, in, in New York. I mean, where, where are those crazy places? Uh-huh. Are we together here? You can't be bold. In, you are just in Alagbule, you are not bold. 
You are doing your trade in the language, you are not bold. And how will you be bold in Hollywood? But I tell you the truth, and I lie not, a spirit of boldness has come upon you. Amen. I'm not lying to you. I said a spirit of boldness has come upon you. Amen. We are law abiding people. But when you bring the Lord that wants to enthrone a spirit, a demon, then you will know that we have lions inside us. We carry lion. The lion of the tribe of Judah is inside us. Can I get the sound of bold people in the house? Come on. Yeah. You have to be bold. You have to be bold. You have to do life bold. You have to do scripture bold. Eh? You do scripture bold. The scripture you don't do boldly. It's better not to do it at all. Yeah, you do it bold. And so the first thing I'm talking about here is that a law has been released and it's been released again because a priest wants to be set in the heavens. And the second phase of that story was when those guys began to defy. Amen. They wouldn't bow when everybody's bowing. So it means that you can, you can choose to not do what everybody's doing. It means that it's not an excuse that it, oh, everybody's doing it. It's not an, it's not an excuse. It means that I, I can be different and I will be different bold. Ah. You get the point? Bold about it. And I reported the guys to the king. And these are guys that would, would ordinarily want favor from the king because they work for the king. You see, but there is a superior king the first work for. Are you together with me? And that's the principle of first. Everything you do for man, you must first do for God. So that if you work for a man, you first work for God. And that's why you work for man with an attitude of, you know, great service as if you are doing it for God. And when the man now comes and contradicts God, you would also disobey. You know, you get my point now. Not the man first, God first. And that's how we do our homes also. Like you first marry God before you marry a wife. Yeah. Are you with me? And, and so, so that it wouldn't even be about whether she's right or wrong. That God who you are married to will be the one to tell you how this marriage will work. And sometimes your wife thinks she's wrong but God thinks she's right. And then you're apologizing to your wife. And she's like, I was wondering I was wrong. But you tell her that your first marriage says that. Are you together with me? You see, if you don't do with God first, you can't do with man, right? Yeah. Even in shepherd, and the Bible says that the shepherd must understand that he too is under the shepherd. That was, that was, the, that was what Peter was talking to us about shepherding itself. And so, so there are certain Jews whom you have said over the, over the affairs of the prince of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This man, O king, have not paid due regard to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the image which you set up. My prayer is that this will be true about you. Amen. That, that demons will go and report that, that you don't do what everybody is doing. 
All right. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and fury, gave the command to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I set up? Now, if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the on flute, harp, lyre, and psalm tree in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I made good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And I want you to understand how the enemy operates. This word immediately, eh? let me explain it to you. Whether you meet Nebuchadnezzar or not, this phrase immediately, Satan ministers it to you without talking to Nebuchadnezzar. You just think in your head that if I go this route, I might never... Hey, this spirit, spirit that I'm doing, will I marry like this? You know, it, the enemy threatens you immediately. Will I ever make money? Will I ever amount to anything? There's an immediate threat. You shall be cast immediately into the midst of the burning fairy furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king now now are we together here may God give us the right fellowship see the unism of answer for there to be this level of unity of answer there must have been consistency in fellowship am I preaching here if you fellowship with the right things then you will respond the right way. Are you with me? And that's why we don't joke with fellowship one with another. We don't joke with the things that bind us. The values and the truth that God has released for us. Are we together here? And so our friendship and our, our community is not just friendship, friendship. It's friendship based on truth. Friendship and an and engagement based on the values of the kingdom. And this is what we believe. You pick anybody randomly. You find out we believe the same thing. Yeah. Just pick anybody randomly. From the preacher to the usher. To everybody. To the teenager. To the children. Random, random stuff. You just pick somebody like God will do it. You pick another person and say it's not over. You pick another person, I am healed by his stripes. You pick another person, righteousness, peace, joy, and the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom. You pick another person, I'm the light of the world. You pick someone, I'm the salt of the earth. Consistency. Because of fellowship. And the three guys gave the same response and said, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fairy furnace. Because we needed, to, we needed to give the response of no God can deliver you out of my hands. You see, because this matter is not about we are trying to be holy. <laughs> can I talk to you here? It's, it's not that we are trying to be holy so that we can make heaven. That was not the, what the conversion was about. And may you come to that level of boldness. That You see, it's not about I'm trying to be holy, I want to make heaven. It's that I represent a king. Are you together with me? Are you here? Are you here? 
One day you you look at your boss and say, Oh, got me the king jale. I can't change that number. And you won't say it in a way where you are trying to reserve your job. And you are not being rude. You are just being God's child. You must let the enemy know there's nothing at stake. You must let the enemy know that there's nothing you have that he can he has reached to. You must not give him chances to bargain. No bargain. You see, because when the enemy finds out that, you see, when a man finds out that you, you have no fear, he begins to fear you. He knows that, that's the proof of spirituality. When you don't have fear in the flesh, that's the proof of, there's no fear. It's the proof of spirituality. The conversation is no more, hey, I'll collect money from you, I'll collect What are you collecting? Okay, let's respond to that one that you talked about. Nobody, our God is able, but now, that's not even why. Our God whom we serve is able is able to deliver us from the burning fairy uh, furnace and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. So, the end game is that we shall be delivered. Yes. You get the point? This, I love this holy arrogance. That Oga will, will, will be delivered. But you see, that's not the basis of this thing. It's not the deliverance. But the deliverance will happen. So, it means that there is nobody that has the power to say because you didn't do something you were in poverty. I said, okay, see, my, my, see, <laughs> you can't treat him with poverty. And I will be extremely wealthy. But let's even assume. <laughs> Can you tell somebody, come alive? come alive? Tell another person, don't be a joke. Don't be a joke. If you brag on God, he will show up. If you brag on your Jesus, he will show up. I tell you the truth, I lie not. If you brag on your Jesus, he will show up. And that's why you have to take fellowship seriously. Because when he has shown up too much, it's easy to brag on that day. So his showing up should not be a hope. It should be a history. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be in crisis and expect that one day we show up. You should have hope of his showing because you have a history of his showing. A history. You get the point here? Yeah. He'll deliver us. So why not say we'll do this and end, end miserable, end sick? That's not the point. The point is he will deliver us. But listen, if he doesn't, but let it be known, O king, that we do not serve your gods. Have we, have we read even if he doesn't deliver us? That's it. This is it. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, 
that we do not serve your gods. Nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Clarity of terms. Clear. One of the musicians here, somebody sent him a music to play into. I didn't even know the music. I was the one who connected him. And the guy sent me the music, but he said, uh, uh, Pastor, the, person, the music they sent me, I don't used to play to this musical. So he told the person, that, he told the person I don't used to play to this kind of musical. He said, I will pay you money. He said, is it all that, sir? Is it? He said, that I even listen to it, my, I'm already affected. He said, I don't used to play this kind of music. <laughs> I don't used to. You will not be great because you are not playing to this babla, babla, dash, blada, dash. can't have Jesus inside you and you allow people to threaten you. No, don't allow it. Don't allow it. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury and the expression on his face changed. Friends, it wouldn't matter. Friends, I said it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. Your life does not go in the direction of the person that is happy with you. Yeah. Are you together with me? It wouldn't matter if Nebuchadnezzar has... has I, can't, I told you the story. I can't forget. I can't forget the day. I put my leg in the bedroom like this. I can't forget that experience. And God told me, Zach, I hope you know that the people you are not angry with, the people you are angry with, it does not mean I'm not, I won't bless them. So when you see me blessing them, don't be shocked. I don't use your anger to measure... Yeah. So because you are angry with the person, the person will not have accident. <laughs> that will now come and tell you that he has died. Say so you see, no. <laughs> I'm telling you, glory to glory, power to power, grace to. Grace. Don't think that your your anger is God is angry with you and angry on your behalf towards another person. No, 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 no. You don't. You don't. He doesn't use you to measure his goodness. Someone that can bless who he is angry at. God himself can be angry at somebody and bless the person. He said he gave them meat, gave them everything, and he was angry with that generation for 40 years. (laughs) Strange God. For 40 years, he was angry with them, and he was blessing them. Then what about you? You now think because you are angry with somebody, he will not bless. He was angry with people that he blessed consistently for 40 years. So Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury. And, and this, is the, this is the description of the times. There is anger in the atmosphere. They hate the Lord. They hate his ways. But it wouldn't matter. I said it wouldn't matter, friends. Friends, I said it would not matter. Yeah. They hate, they hate, they hate the Lord. Hate his ways. But it wouldn't matter. They are still harvest for us. Yeah. We don't, we don't hate them. They are harvest. He spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. And he commanded certain men, mighty men of valor, who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the fairy furnace. 
Then these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the fairy furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent, and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shedrach, Meshach. You see, because we only see the miracle of Jesus appearing. We don't even see that the miracle has started from here. That the people taking them were burnt. You get the point? They were going to the fire. The people taking them first burnt. So they were free before they even entered. They were free. Who are the people taking us? Gone. The fire didn't hit them. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't take them out. I said it didn't take them out. And sometimes your decision for the Lord will make you go through fire. But you see, because you went on behalf of Jehovah, it won't take you out. It will take everybody out. It won't. Listen, there will be moments. There will be months. There will be days. Sometimes it can go for a year where the things will be strict. It will look like there's fire. It will look like things are not going right. And sometimes it will be because you made a godly decision. But how you will know God is with you is that you are going through a process but in that process you are going in glory. The glory covers you and insulates you in the process. So you are not just you are not in the process naked. You are in the process covered. We don't go through process naked. We are covered in glory. And so it doesn't do to us what it does to the world. Have you met people whose condition, their condition is better than yours, but their worries more than yours? Their condition is better than yours, but their worry is more than yours. No glory. Have you met people who tell you why they are depressed and all of that? And you now find out, wow, I've meant to have been depressed. <laughs> because you are going through sometimes times 10 of what they are talking about. But you are going through it with righteousness, joy, peace in the Holy Ghost, confidence, excitement because you are covered. This, your life is not ordinary. If I said it again, will it make sense to you? I said, this, your life is not ordinary. I will say it one last time. This, your life is not ordinary. It is wrapped in glory, wrapped, wrapped life. The life is wrapped, it's wrapped, it's wrapped because it, the content in it is of value. God chose to wrap me. I said, I'm wrapped up. I said, I'm wrapped up. I'm wrapped up. I'm wrapped up, wrapped up, wrapped. Zach is wrapped. I am wrapped. W R A P P E D, wrapped up. I am wrapped up. You get me through fire, there's a wrap on me. You get me through the storm, there's a wrap on me. I said there's a wrap on me. It's the wrap of his glory. The first man was naked but wrapped up. Naked but not ashamed. Wrapped up. Wrapped up. Wrapped up. When he fell, he put on clothes. Still ashamed. But before the fall, without clothes, not ashamed, wrapped up. Zach doesn't know shame. I don't know shame. I don't know shame. I don't know shame. I don't know shame. Listen, not because there are no situations, not because there's no fire, but there's a wrap on me. 
wrapped. The child of God is wrapped. That's why God is not afraid to take us through stuff. He expects you to know you are wrapped. Sometimes when he wants to save, wants to use you to save a people, he takes you through their experience and doesn't expect you to die or to fall. Acknowledge your rap. And this rap, the technology of this rap is amazing. It's not rap from without, it's rap from within. You are wrapped inside out. Yeah, is that real? You are wrapped inside out. This Zach wrapped. I'm wrapped. Wrapped. Can we read the next one? And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Ego, fell down, bound into the midst of the, of the burning, burning furnace. Then King Number I was astonished. I ate together with me. I was astonished. That was just the end. That was the end game. Your, your enemies, the spirits, the devils, and their human agency will look at your life, and your life will astonish them. That's the end. That's the story. That's how it will end. You need to be sure of how it will end. How is it going to end? Scream astonishment. Astonishment. Astonished. And he rose in haste and spoke saying to his counselors, did we not cast three men bound in the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, true, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men lose. I see four men what lose. The rap is from inside. Four men lose. Why why are four men lose? You see, because one of those men, Jesus, you can't even bind him. It's we you can try and bind. But when you bind us, you'll wrap us. But when he shows up, because as he is, so we are. Immediately you show up how we is as how we'll be. You can't you 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 can't you can't. The person inside us, you can't bind, you can't bind him. You can't tie him. You can't take Jesus through a process. Yeah, you can, no, you can't do that. You can do that to us because we're still on the earth. You see, but when you do it to us, he wraps us. And when he's ready, he shows up. And when he shows up, every bound will fall. Every chain will fall. Praise God. He says, I see four men. Walking in the midst of the fire, that's expertise. Where you are now an expert in the fire industry. Yeah, yeah, that's expertise. Not rushing out of the fire. It gets to a point you now know how to walk in fire. You get the point? You now walk in fire. And so the next time it comes, you don't have the, 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 the palpitations you had the first time. The second time it comes, you now walk in the fire. The next, the next challenge now comes. You now come down. I say, all right, God, what are you saying? It's no more, it's no more the first way. The first time you rushed, he shook you the first time. But when it now happens again, another challenge comes. Okay. Like, oh, all right. You learn to walk in the fire. Thank you, Lord. You now understand how it works. There are four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire. Like, what were they talking about? Like, 
Well, they are the Mukadizan, you don't get this, we talk about it. So, Abara, where did they come? Is it, where, it'd be like, it'd be like 2,000 years, I never, walking in the fire. I thought I said you could deliver us. Those people don't really get sense. I don't really hear what. So after this, they went to go up with this. This Babylon, would they use and do prophecy for them? No, they didn't. Friends, life can be that cheap. Yes. Yeah. You go through fire. In the night, you have a dream. And Jesus gives you perspective. And when you wake up in the morning, you understand. And everybody wants to pity you. You tell them it's not, it's not, no, you don't get it. That's what it means to walk in fire. It's to get perspective. Because there is a fourth man in the fire. So there is no fire you are in that you are alone. There's perspective. So it means that I can get a fourth man's perspective in every fire I'm in. So fire for us is not just fire. Fire for us is the unveiling of Jesus' mind. So is there anybody going through fire here? Find out what's in the mind of Jesus. It's time to allow the man inside you to speak. Don't allow the fire that you're going through to dominate your thoughts. There is a fourth man. He's got an opinion. He's got an opinion. And if the fire could kill you, you'd have been dead by now. The fact that you are not dead was because you were wrapped in glory. And why did he wrap you in glory? There's a discussion to be, to be made. He wants to talk to you. And so the fire helps you to hear God in a way where you can never doubt. So fire is his fellowship time. And when you come out of fire, what you know, you know it forever. It's a fuck man. (laughs) And I like the idea of this fuck man. He said, and the form of the fuck man is like the son of God. You see, there is a way we can review Christ that only going through fire can do it. If Jesus came from above, people still won't know him. But if it comes from outside a man, it's easier to interact with. And so when God wants to reveal himself, he has to do it with you and through you. And so your fire has context. For God to know man, he has to appear through man. If he appears from the clouds, it's judgment. If he appears through a man, it's salvation. If he appears from the clouds, it's judgment. The day the world will see Jesus from the cloud, no more hope. And that's why it's appearing through you. And so don't respond to fire the way everybody responds to it. Others will fall and die, but you are wrapped. And after a while, you will get a full conversation. And that conversation will be the, will be the revealing of Jesus. And Nebuchadnezzar from that day said, let's be worshipping these people's God. He's real. How is he real? He has made his tabernacle with man. You get the point? You get the point? Wrapped, right? You go home, listen to this message again. You shout in your room. Listen again, shout in your room. Write it down and remind yourself these things. For there is a Jesus that has been revealed. Yeah.